Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. Another round of applause for the weekend. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And that's and we back in here after a nice restful weekend. And that's you. No junior college for me. I got money. We are back in here. Good to see you, man. We are back in here for another week. We get the weekend off to enjoy and let you guys catch up on all of my streams. You know, I know it's a lot of work. There's like 10. How many streams do we do during the week? There's there's 10 during the week. And then there's two during Sundays. Those are private uh, members only live streams. By the way, you can get them at coachgregadams.locals.com and you can get it on Patreon for the Money Mindset on Sunday nights, which we had a great audience in there. And we had Vlad P in there representing again. Hey, man. So there's nine. I think there's nine during the week. And then there's two during the weekend on Sundays, but those are private streams. So there's 11 total during the week. I know everybody be like, hey, man, can you come over to my show? I'll be like, damn. I'm all talked out. I'm all talked out. All right. I'll be like, I ain't got nothing else to say. All right. I can shuffle. Everybody knows I can shuffle with the best of them. I mean, if you want me to come over and shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But anyway, this is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We always have to say that today. We're talking about why Hot Girl Summer 2022 will be the most ratchetest summer. I want you gentlemen to buckle up. You ain't seen nothing yet. I know you guys think you've seen some things yet. You have absolutely seen nothing yet. And we're going to tell you exactly why. We're going to take you through the history of this. We're going to tell you step by step how we're going to get to the most ratchetest summer in the history of of your life all right in the history of your life so check check out what's going on here all right check out what's going on here do me a favor you can watch this on the notorious cig cga channel c cig Not notorious cga channel you can watch it over there uh we are simulcasting over here if we happen to get cut off don't worry i'll figure it out we'll be back on um pretty quickly here uh what else do we got going on oh to let your voice be heard hit me up on the cash app dollar sign cga live if you're listening by audio only you can donate anytime after the show, during the show to let your voice be heard. And over on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Man, you can't super chat on these channels for quite a while, maybe a couple of months. But uh, don't worry about that. We'll get that all figured out. Anyway, man, look, we got a couple of things we want to talk about today. We're, we're, we got three subjects. So we're going to talk about B. Simone. I don't know if you guys know her. Uh, she's a, I don't even know what she is. Is she a singer? Uh, she has a podcast. Rapper, I have no idea. A comedian. <laughs> uh, she went in on Martin Luther the King, all right, which, you know, I have as well. She went in on Martin Luther the King's legacy, uh, which is something that I've been warning you guys quite a bit about, about the new generation of uh, of people. Um, they're looking through things through the blackmail asterisk in which they're giving all men asterisks. This is something that's been attributed to black men specifically, if you think about any male celebrity. Um, they've been always given an asterisk, all right? Even M Michael Jordan had an asterisk. Whatever whatever your vice is is going to lend to your asterisk. And they basically erased any work that you did previously. And they always tie that asterisk in. So when they do your obituary, they basically go through and they say, hey, yeah, he was great, but, all right? So that's what B. Simone did to Martin Luther the King. And I've done it as well. I've just done it for historical reference. But this is an attempt to destroy the man 100%. 
and this is goes along with kind of what we've been talking about, me tooing from the grave and all that stuff. We're also going to talk about Kevin Samuel's funeral. I'm going to talk about that and share my thoughts. They're different from the other thoughts that are people are giving on the internets right now. So I'm going to give my thoughts on that because um, that happened this weekend and I didn't talk about it on anything. So um, I actually caught up with it Sunday night. Uh, I had no idea what was going on, when when it was going on. And sun, uh, on the weekends, I pretty much stay away from YouTube in terms of creating and watching. So um, I just caught up on that. So I'll give you my thoughts on that. And then we'll get into the why hot girl summer is going to be the ratchetest of all. So, hey, look, hit me up on CGA Live to let your voice be heard. I appreciate the early contributors and over on PayPal, Z. All right, appreciate you. Let's get in here and see what's going on. Shout out to, uh, we're going to call you Mr. Marcus Johnson. All right, in the building, pause. All right, he says, for the information in the gyms, thank you, man. Mr. Gourmet, CGA is the best part of the day. You are at work, and I am at work, and we're making your work experience the best possible. Let me go ahead and get some air conditioning in here. All right, what's going on with the weather, man, in California? I know it's hot everywhere else, but it's not hot here. Shout out to Eugene Morgan. He says, you know, it's a great day when Coach is on live in the building. I got money. We in here. Shout out to Classy Beats. Happy Money Day. I got money. Coach and the Coach Gang, Warriors in five. Uh, yeah, they're going to do the gentleman sweep, I believe. Dallas will pick up a win um, in this next game, and then they'll head over to San Francisco and they'll go ahead and finish off the series. Unfortunately for the Dallas Mavericks, they don't have enough. Uh, they, I mean, Golden State has four, four, four all-stars. I mean, come on. I mean, they'll win the championship this year more than likely. Sorry, Celtics and the Heat fans. All right, shout out to Demetrius. Demetrius is in the heel. He's always a character. Demetrius Thomas says, uh, give Travis Barker the L for marrying a single mother. All right, let's give him the <laughs> Jesus. What is going on, man? I mean, goodness. Um, Marriage is one of those things, man. I always taught, said it was one of those rites of passage of young people. They they lead their teenage adolescence years. They start developing their adult uh, mindset, and then they will go into marriage and have kids. Now, I don't understand why all these old people are getting married. I mean, what is the point? Somebody tried to make sense of it. Why? Boob says, I'm done with the community. Let it burn. Let it burn. Wasn't that an Usher song? He said, let it burn. Get it the hell out of here, man. It's about over. Who else? We got a couple more. Mr. Bowman is in the building. Bobby, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Shout out to him. And he says, um, what do you say? We just need to accept the ignorance of them. We just need to accept the ignorance of them. Man, that's cold-blooded. All right. I can't never say his name, but we're going to call you Mr. C.E. Mr. Egbukwa. He says, why you don't get attached over time? And he says, why do you... Why do we get attached over time and they detach? Uh, that's interesting because women will probably say the same about men. Why do we get attached over time and they get detached? Um, there's a lot to go on there. There's a lot to unpack. We might talk about it because a clip that I'm going to show you on a podcast kind of talks about that. And we'll talk about that. All right. Shout out. And so it sounds like he's got a girl in his life. I need a girl who's mine. All mine. I need a girl in my life all right that's where you are right now you're like i need love and then you get attached and you finally say i love you even though you said you won't leave me something telling me to be over i messed up all them words <laughs> all right 
He ready to tell her, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. I'm yours. And then she say, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know why? Hot Girl Summer 2022, fam. Hot Girl Summer 2022 is on. Dude, hey, look. Uh, everybody get your calendar out. Everybody get your calendar out. Looked at your calendar, flipped through it. We are entering into June. This is the least likely time you're going to get a commitment from a woman. If you ever wanted to get a woman, do not start in June. <laughs> All right. These girls literally about to take their clothes off. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. They about to go on vacations. They about to get back blown out. Pookie, Texter, Dexter, Demetrius, Tyrone, Ray Ray. Man, do not. It's summer, summer, summertime. Dude, do not try to get down with no girl and hold her ass down in the summer. All right? Everybody knows that. Jesus Christ. Hey, man, do not try to hold your girl down in the summer. I think maybe he was in Africa. Maybe it's the winter there. I have no idea. All right? Don't do it. Shout out to Austin Toomer says, keep the message going, Sean, over eat. All right? That's what we do, man. Man. Summertime, do not try to hold these girls now. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. What we do here is we do not talk negative about women. Let me go ahead and run the disclaimer because people keep telling me this. Don't you have anything positive to say about women? What would I do here? This is what we do. All right, hold on for a second. We got to tell people what I do here because people don't really know what I do here and what they do. What would you say you do here? So this is what we do. People like you just hate women. I do. I love women, man. I got, listen, people don't understand how much I love women. I love them so much. I love the ladies. You know what I'm saying? The girls, they girls, they love me. I'm the underweight lover CGA. Girls, the girls, they love me. Girls, they love me, man. I'm positive about these women. I ask them for feet pictures all the time. My gosh. You know what? I'll say two positive things about women just to get the show going on right now. Just to kick off the show, we're going to say two positive things. I normally say three, but we don't have time for the BS. All right? So everybody, buckle up. All right? Just because I don't want to hear that I hate women. I'm tired of it, man. Like, ladies, I love you. I love the ladies. And this is how much I love you. The first way I love you is yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, because listen, I just said something positive. So I don't want you guys to ever, ever, ever say I don't like women here. And the second positive thing that I love about women And absolutely, this is just, I'm telling you, so from this point forward, you guys got to make sure you understand that this, this is a show that pushes not just the negative aspects of relationship, this pushes the positives of relationships. So you guys got it right here, huh? You said what? Wait, 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 wait. The, the 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 microphone went out. Hold up for a second. Wait 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 wait. Hold up for a second. Wait. Gotta get my bag and run. Y'all <laughs> y'all can hear that, right? You can still hear me, right? Huh? Where did it go out? 
Where did the where did the where did the microphone go out? I, I'm not sure. Do I need to repeat? Oh, you got it already. I, I'm not sure where it went out. Y'all can hear me. Okay, okay, got it. Okay, I'm not sure where it went. Maybe hold on. Let me check some wires real quick. Hold on for a second. Hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me give y'all some some music real quick. Let me give y'all some music. Uh, what music can we listen? to? Are you a see? freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Let me see. Oh, okay. Oh, I got it. I'm not sure. What didn't you hear? Oh, okay. That part. Okay, got it. All right, you got it. Everybody got it. Let me make sure. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs, and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in, and that's it. And put the pin number, and boom, money just comes right out. All right, so we're good. It sounds like everybody can hear. I'm not sure where I lost you guys, but maybe maybe from the beginning. No, no matter. We'll go forward. Don't worry about it. Let's let's go ahead and go forward with the rest of the show. All right, let's talk about Kevin Samuel's funeral. I got some banners here today. I wasn't even lazy on y'all today. All right, Kevin Samuel's funeral. Here's my thoughts. Uh, here's what's going on. Uh, uh, apparently, he had a funeral this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday. I'm sorry. I, again, I step away from the tube to let my mentals get back into order. But apparently, he had a funeral, which was a somewhat private, family, familial funeral. And uh, a lot of people probably wanted it to be a lot more public. They're they're saying certain YouTubers did not show up and his friends didn't show up or his high value people didn't show up. And I can see where they have a point on that one. Um, if certain people didn't show up or they didn't know or people were talking about distance, I can understand that. People probably wanted him to have a very significant grand funeral, right? So um, I can see where people, you know, you wanted them to have the notorious B.I.G. funeral where there were people live down the streets of Bed-Stuy and there was a big horse and carriage carrying his 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 casket. I, I, I understand people would want that because if you think about it, in the context of time, Notorious B.I.G. was around and at its height as long as Kevin Samuels was, right? Notorious B.I.G. wasn't around at its height that long. It was only a two or three year period, Kevin Samuels uh, similarly. And um, with that, people expect that type of thing. People want funerals to be a spectacle right? Whether positive or negative. And people want to be all in the business of families when funerals happen. Now, some families don't want that. Some families can separate the person from the personality. So Kevin Samuel's family, for all intents and purposes, might not have cared very much about his YouTube fame or infamy, um, his notoriety or any of that. They may be not, if they did, they may not have wanted to attract the negative people, because negative people do come to ruin funerals. As we know, gangbangers come up to shoot up the place sometimes, or they look for other people to uh, create beef with. As you know, split families and baby mamas and baby daddies, if their child dies, it's a big spectacle. You have two families there, and it can turn into a riot really quickly because emotions are heightened at funerals. So um, there's a lot to go into this, and my thoughts in particularly, I'm not a big funeral person at all. I mean, I'm, I think it's a waste of time. In my, in my opinion, I think they're dramatic wastes of time, wastes of time and money. But if I'm in the funeral business, yeah, uh, spend away. Uh, but for me, I don't even understand why we keep dead bodies to begin with. I mean, listen, I understood people have a, they want to follow faith all of a sudden, you know, and have traditions and keep and store dead bodies six feet under. But I've never been into that. Um, I think that's a dramatic waste of time and space. We can do a lot more with that land. Let's just burn everybody's body up. I mean, what, what are we doing sitting around? You know what I mean? Why do we all got to get dressed all in the hot humidity 
to go listen to the choir saying and listen to this dude, this reverend. Look, I'm a heathen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not a religious person. So I'm not I don't need all that. I don't need all that. And maybe Kevin didn't need all that. And uh, maybe his family knew that. Maybe you guys need to do a little bit better job of telling your family what you want at an early age, meaning right when you turn 40, because at any minute it could go out, lights out. And uh, you might want to tell your family what you want uh, and don't think you're going to be here all the time, right? Tell them what you want. To me, just go ahead and cremate me, bury my ashes at sea, and that's the end of it, man. Look, no big ass spectacle. Don't line up the family. Don't fly in town, right? Do not fly in town. Uh, uh, don't keep my ashes in the urn. Sprinkle me out in the middle of Catalina Island. Let the sharks eat me. I don't care. Um, I'm not coming back to this mug. <laughs> my only fear of death is coming back reincarnated. All right, that's two not Tupac said. So, um, to me, uh, some people do want to make a spectacle of it, and they do want to be seen. Like a, uh, some people want that to be their big moment. You know, they can't wait to go up and talk to people. And I knew him, and he was my best friend, and he was this, and he was this type of man. Man, look, save all that bullshit with me. Save it with me. Do not come to my place. Listen, I'm I'm pretty much a nomad, right? I'm a nomad. I've moved around this country, so I've made friend, I've, friends. I've lost friends. I've made family members, and I've moved away from family members. So wherever I end up, and for Kevin's uh, story, he ended up in Atlanta, but he was only there for two years, maybe. So he he is a nomad his last few years here, uh, moving from... I believe Dallas and Oklahoma city in between Atlanta, he's been all over the place. So he really wasn't stable enough to have um, a funeral in one of these places. They decided to have it at his home church in Oklahoma city, which I, I'm not flying into Oklahoma city. I mean, I'm not going there. Why am I going there? I mean, I've been there once and that's enough. But um, I, for me, people ask me why I wasn't there. You already know why I wasn't there. I mean, I didn't know about it. And I think his family wanted it to be that way. I, I, I don't understand this need that for it to have been a big deal. I don't. I mean, because look, how long is the funeral? How long is the actual funeral? Uh, uh, an hour? You know what I'm saying? Like an hour? Like how long is the funeral? You're not going to fly six hours to come see me, five hours to come see me for an hour. I think that's a waste of time. All right. And I don't want. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody says it feels like shitting on Kevin. See, no matter what you say about Kevin, people think they're shitting on him. How is this shitting on him? This is a public figure. I'm not shitting on him. I'm telling you what, it, I turned it into more of what I wanted. All right, but for people to sit around and be like, y'all should have flown in and he should have had a high value funeral, I think it's goofy. I think it's a waste of time. All right, so, I mean, look, what, what, what this is is an idea that you guys, uh, take every lesson, take a lesson from everything. What would you want? He was in his mid-50s or early 50s. You guys should be making plans so your family don't waste time. All right, so you don't have two women arguing on, no, he wanted to be buried in a gold casket. And then you have two people over here, no, he wanted to be buried at sea. You want to explain all of these things. All, you want to explain it out so people understand what exactly you want. And the second part of it is YouTube is not similar to personal life. So what you see on YouTube, I don't see why people are like, these YouTubers should have been at your funeral. That's You're not in my personal life. You know what I mean? I don't talk to that many YouTubers. So I'm trying to figure out 
why my YouTube life should be mixing in with my personal life. You know what I would love to have? <laughs> I would love to have the junior college presiding over my funeral. All right. If that's if that's possible, all dressed in bikinis, carrying bowls of jasmine rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's if if we're going to ask for a funeral, please invite the entire junior college procession. All right. I want a procession of junior college beauties. <laughs> People are like, oh, man, coach, you cold. All right. And my mama and my kids. You know what I mean? A procession of junior college girls carrying my ashes to the beach. All right. And hopping on the boat to get clapped by sugar daddies and sprinkle my ashes out. <laughs> Jesus, man. That's going to be me. You know what I mean? That's me in my personal life. So. I don't know why people look. The family wanted it small. Let it be small. Not a big deal. All these people that show up, it was it was it was empty. No, it wasn't. It was the people that he cared about that cared about him on a personal level. That's it. If it's five people, it's five people. All right, that's that's what it is. But I don't know, man. These like people wanted it to be a YouTube spectacle. How? I don't get it, man. I'm actually against that. So I'm not in. I'm not walking lockstep with the people criticizing it for being small. All right. Or average at people are like, it's average at best funeral. What what does that even mean? Look, man, where's my funeral directions? <laughs> where's my funeral directors in here? All right. If you want an investment, you guys want an investment hit. You guys want an investment hit. I'm going to give you an investment hit. Buy funeral plots. All right. There's your real estate. Buy funeral plots. All right. Like buy like 10 of them. Buy them in the Midwest somewhere. Or somewhere where they make a big deal about funerals. And then sell them to people when they're desperate. I mean, you got to have a cold heart out here. You got to have a cold ass heart. I just gave y'all the, I just got, <laughs> I just gave y'all one, a deal of a lifetime. Just buy them and sell them for triple. All right. Sell them for triple and quadruple. All right. Because what you're going to do is these people are going to get emotional. Oh, we need to bury this person right here. Who owns this land? Oh, call, call Coach Greg Adams. Oh, you know what? I was saving this for my great-grandmama. But you know what? You can have it at a discount. I'll sell it to you for four times over. Mm. <laughs> All right? And they're going to be panicking. Please, please, please. I wanted this spot right here. Okay, you want this spot, this spot right here? I was saving it for myself. But it looks like I'll be alive for another 30 years. You want it? <laughs> right? That's, yeah. All right? $10,000 plus. All right, just buy them all over the damn place. These people want to keep burying people in there. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> That's how you make money. You got to be ice cold, chilly ice cold in here. All right. So that's the investment strategy of a lifetime. I always tell you guys something that you can take away from the show. All right. And if you want, buy caskets. You know what I mean? Buy caskets, buy all of the. Hey, look. There's two sure things in life, death and taxes. You better be in the death business. All right, hip-hop is in the death business. Hip-hop is a death business. So, you know, they figured it out. Most of them rappers are more, worth more dead than alive. All right, so they figure out, they let them make some money. <laughs> they let them make some money. And then um, they let them make some money, and then they delete their ass. Then you're on T-shirts. Now you're on a mural. And now you're selling records. 
So death and taxes and sex is going to happen. Those are three businesses you want to be in. And dumbass people getting married. Relationship business. Okay, the relationship business is 99% of relationships absolutely fail, flop. And I'm in the relationship business now. This is why I've been able to have success. I got into a business that that is never what happened to my show. Oh, now I'm on Wi-Fi. Oh, they doing me dirty. Now I'm on Wi-Fi. Now I'm going to see my stream get messed up. They doing me dirty. All right. So anyway, sex is going to happen. Death is going to happen. Taxes and also um, relationships. And 99% of relationships flop. So that's the business you want to be in. So I haven't been in this situation on my stream. Now they're delaying my stream. This is sad. This is sad, as you can see. All right, getting get into the show. PayPal stop uh, time. Shout out to uh, Startups LLC. All right, shout out to you for your pay. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> like what the hell is that? I know what it is, right? I thought you, I thought somebody donated the money. I was like, wait a minute. Where are we at? Amin Sadala says, salute CGA, a wrench for the notorious CGA channel. Oh, man. Um, for some reason, I can't get over there, but 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 I can't get over there right now. I can't get over there right now, but I'm going to see if I can figure all of that out uh, later. Sorry, man. Deadly Edley's in the building. What did you say? He says, RIP to KS. He says, press F or to pay respects. Don't do that in the chat. We don't want to do that too much in the chat because then it gets all messed up. But appreciate you for that there. And a couple a uh, couple of cash apps. Hmm. Couple of cash apps in the building. Shout out to um shout out to Adrian Paul. Can we add more wrenches on a notorious channel? Uh make sure you put a comment, then I'll come in and, and get wrenches in during a break or something. The AMG doctor says. What's the best way to handle hot girl summer? Um, these guys, uh, protect yourself. Wear a condom. All right. Wear a condom. Do not get into relationships. Do not lock any girls down. This is the worst time. It's only going to bring you heartache and pain. Because girls don't want to be looking out the blinds, looking at all they girls winning. They're not going to do it. So do not get into relationships right now. Do not put great expectations on women in them performing duties. They're not doing it. This is their time. This is their time to shine. That peace leave is itching right now. It's been itching, especially if you live in the Midwest or the East Coast. They've been itching to get outside. It's just now turning from gray skies to sunny in the last couple of weeks in some of these places. You know, like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. They ain't seen the sun since no, uh, September. They ain't seen no sun since September. Soon as they get like 68 degrees, they be outside on a lawn chair on a wooden porch out there bathing, sunbathing. Or they be out there in their booty shirt shorts. All right. Right now it's time for them to go out there. So do not try to lock down, guys. I'm telling you, you're asking for it. Simon Small is in the building. Thank you, sir. Last one. Um, hmm. How did they get over there? I don't know what happened. Uh, I guess it's seven says showing my love and support shout out from seven in the building. Appreciate you. And I can see, uh, I think I see something going on there. Seven and uh, Preston says, I can't see. Oh, cash flow for ass though. <laughs> he said cash flow for ass though. All right. Uh, wear a condom, wear a condom. That's how you get through. All right. And it, whatever you need, if you need to cash it, cash it, there's girl. Hey guys, 
this is the celibate season. All right. I know people are like, this is not the celibate season, coach. No, this is the celibate season. You know, the girls sell a bit, they, they become celibate, and some men buy a bit. So this is what's going on right now. And they're not trying to get settled down right now. This is not settled down season. It's celibate season. And uh, if you joined my members live stream yesterday, we talked about how the strip club and how the sex worker um, um, business is an early indication of a recession. So these girls start feeling the pain first. And what dumb girls do, dumb, the dumb, dumb. What dumb girls tend to do is they tend to, once they go broke in their regular jobs, uh, somebody did say YouTube cut me off. I did see that. It, it it did cut off for a second. That was whack. All right. Isn't that crazy? Why do you do me that? Why do you do me that? But what a lot of dumb girls will do, he cut you off when you said the two things. Oh, they did cut me off. They cut me off a couple times. What dumb girls tend to do is when their jobs start being, when the recession starts to hit, the gas prices go up. What they do is they they start then dabbling in sex work. Right. They do the opposite. And then what happens is the real girls, the strippers and the, the they, they get out of the business because they know there's no money to be made. And so those girls go to try to get a real job, man. The early, the um, yeah. So the layoffs happen and these girls say, OK, I'll do OnlyFans now. They'll say, I'm ready to be a sugar baby now. I'm ready to go shake my ass at the club now. Well, that's the wrong time to go is when your money get tight. You need to be already having that business because then the girls who are in that business, they start seeing the drop off. They see, they see the, their wells start to squeeze their money and go, okay, baby, oh, I, I used to have it good, but now I don't have it as good no more. So they put the girls on hold. They put them on ice. And then those girls, they have their pot of money and then they hold on to it or they try to get a regular job. So people are doing things in opposite opposition, but only the inexperienced, the amateurs go out here and they sell Peace leave out of desperation. They become celibate. Celibate. And you know, coach, if you look right, if the titty's sitting right, yeah, all night, yeah. I get you right, yeah, all night, yeah. Hey, if it is that way, I got money. Well, somebody will buy a bit. Celibate, buy a bit. That's what we do around here. Or that's what men do around here. That's just what it is. And that's what they've been doing since the beginning of time. Let's talk about B. Simone. And she says Martin Luther King was not a good man. All right. Whoa. What happened? Where did all the men go? Man. Uh, if you guys don't know B. Simone, uh, let's see here. Let me go see if I can pull her up. All right. This is what's happening, Hot Girl Summer. Um, and the reason why, we'll get into it here. This is in, I don't know where this is, Miami. Look at this girl. You know, she twerking on the car, man. This is what they do, bruh. Not, not all of them. Oh, not all of them. So, um, by the way, the good ladies, where are all my good women at? Look at this girl. Look at the girls, man. Look at the girls, man. And, you know, if you a good woman, like, what do you do? Man, damn, she in a damn headwind twerking on the car. If you're a good woman, you know, ladies, uh, sorry, gentlemen, if you want a good woman, I'm going to tell you what to do. You guys ready? If you want a good woman. I'm going to tell you what to do. And good ladies, I want you to listen to this one. Listen in closely. Ladies, come in close. Gentlemen, if you want a good woman, invent a time machine. Because the way the culture is going, it doesn't lean towards the good woman, right? 
So a lot of good women are looking now and they're like, I just want to settle down, coach. I'm 30 years old. I'm between 28 and 30, mid 30s, late 20s. <laughs> but um, it's too late for you, ma'am. I, I know you're bad at Kevin Samuels for saying it was too late, but I've been telling you way before he, he was telling you it's too late. All right. We know what happened in your early 20s, and we know you learned the hard way. You got hit over the noggin. Uh, where's B. Simone? And now you want to be a good woman now. All right. But I, I'm not taking no repackaged, repackaged up. <laughs> all right. No dudes are falling for this anymore. There's too much information. So this woman is B. Simone right here. Uh, she was famously saying she wants not a nine to five guy early on. She was like, I don't want a nine to five guy. She was one of the first people to say that. And this is what's happening today. There's a lot of female oriented podcasts, just like there's a lot of male podcasts, which people think are toxic. Well, on the other side, there's a lot of female podcasts that are equally as toxically feminine. But unfortunately, they don't get this. They don't get casted at this. So this is B. Simone and her. Co-host is, uh, as you can see, I mean, how many more, how many more red flags do you need here? Uh, this is more red flags than the Chinese parade. All right. Chinese communist parade by that. So somebody said that's a dude. And this is her co-host. Uh, she foldable. Boy, I fold that up like a love letter from the second grade. Boy, I tell you, man, you know how coach like them. Uh, anyway, let's see here. This is her co-host, Megan A. Brooks. Now, let's go ahead and find the clip of her um, saying what she said about Martin Luther, the king. And um, this is not something everybody knows this about Martin Luther King, right? Everybody knows that he participated in some things. Uh, he probably had the green light of his wife at the time. It was one of the things that she had to swallow. Um, it was not going to be something that was going to bring down the movement, although, um, you know, the FBI and J. Edgar Hoover and. Lyndon Johnson tried to use it to take him down and stop him, but it wasn't enough, right? It wasn't enough to get what he wanted to get pushed through. And what happens is this is another indication of young culture giving the black male asterisk to someone. I don't give him an asterisk for this. This is just a vice that he could not overcome, right? He participated in some nefarious things, multiple people, you know, he did. So what they're saying is not false. However, Let's listen to what they try to say about him and what they're going to feed to their dozens. And do how many followers does she have? She has almost a million YouTube subscribers and what she's going to feed to young woman to give him the blackmail asterisk, which is what they're doing to men in general. Right. The me tooing from the grave. That, that's that's part of giving men an asterisk now. And this is leading to men discrediting current men as well as men from the past. And they're tearing down masculine or any just sort of male culture. Let's listen. Martin Luther King is the man that fought for freedom or the fact that he was cheating on his wife. Jesus. I'm going to give you this example. He's a great father. Great businessman. He's a great CEO. He's an entrepreneur. He's such a boss. Okay, so here you go right here. She's giving him his, she's she's um sarcastically giving him his dues, right? Oh, he's a this and he's a that. He's a boss. And she's using it sarcastically. And then she's going to tear him down. This is a this is a positive sandwich here. It's a negative sandwich. So um, uh, no matter how good you do as a man here, all right, men are not without their flaws. Most many men have vices. And Martin Luther King definitely had a vice. And uh, his vice was not drug and alcohol. All right. It, it wasn't gambling. All right. So those are the three things that will ruin you. And the next one is going to be women. All right. If you can't control your 
urges for women. It's going to ruin you or it could ruin you. So now she's setting it up as he was all of these positive things, but it still wasn't enough. Look at that man. He's a boss. He's a, he's a great father. Look at him. A strong black man. He, look at him being at a look his at kid's him. game. But you're cheating on your wife. Okay, so let me just say this right now. Everybody, no one knows what agreement you have in your marriage. No one knows. So to speak on or to paint everybody with this broad brush of what a marriage should look like is not always fair. And let me say this. In their defense, he was a Baptist minister. So that is where the problem lies with a lot of people. Uh, but he was a Baptist minister, so he did tell people how relationships could go. But you never know what the wife agrees to. The wife might have agreed with it, or it might have been something that she said, hey, I'll swallow it just so we can get through this patch of my life, and it's fine. Who knows? Um, there's a lot that I can say about this particular subject, but I'm not going to go into it because I can get really sidetracked with this one. But for all we know, that could have been the case. He loved them some light-skinned and white women. It's all right. You know what I mean? It doesn't take away from his works. But what we do to men in our culture is we use whatever their vice is and we say, okay, that should take away from his works. And that's not true. I don't believe that to be true. Now, I don't hold up people to be martyrs. I mean, uh, martyrs, which means I don't say Martin Luther King is the image of the guy that I want to be. I say he did great works. I say Kevin Samuels did great works, but I'm not going to tattoo him. My, I'm not going to put him on a poster with Malcolm X or anything like that. Even Malcolm X had some things that, could be asterisk, but it doesn't take away from his works. And what people are trying to do is take away from his works, right? And uh, it is the asterisk. But unfortunately, they're doing it to dead people now, and I really find that appalling. It's ridiculous, right? And so we're doing this to every single man that has came before us. Sure, they probably had their problems, but now we're using young people, and you have to understand this about young people. You have to understand this about young people. Young people today, they see, and I always make sure um, people know this because people don't understand this. Generation Z sees people like Eminem as old, all right? I always have to tell people about this. People see, young people today will look at Eminem, right, because our us old heads think Eminem was t five years ago. They will look at people like Eminem. And they will say, they'll be appalled. How did he say some crazy stuff that he was saying back then? Well, back then was a long time ago for them. And that's reason to take people down is to go back and look at their previous works and put it under the constraints of current population. So the, these people are taking old things that are normal to us and they're tearing them down, leaving nothing for them to look positively at any male, okay? Somebody said he's old as F. Exactly. But what you have to understand is there's people that watch our programs that think Eminem is not that old. Right. They're they're going they're going. Yeah, that seemed like 10 years ago. And it wasn't. It was damn near 20. <laughs> Somebody says I'm old if Eminem is old. Exactly. So so this is what people are doing in this culture right now of people under 30. The things that we think are current is way old. It's super duper old. And they're willing to tear all of that down. And who are they putting up in their place? Ratchet women. They're not putting up good women in their place. These aren't the good women talking about the men of the past and their vices. It's the ratchetness that they're replacing it with.
let me continue with this video and then we're going to go into the point. Um, I have to figure out what it, where it is right here. Over here. You're not a good husband, but he great in all these other aspects. Not a good dad because you don't respect me. How the fuck you show me these a good father and you don't respect their mother? Um, again, this is a tough subject to broach, but a lot of men, ladies, I just want you guys to know, a lot of men can, and we're designed to, I know people don't want to hear this, ladies don't want to hear this, we're designed to mate with multiple women. Uh, monogamy is a myth. I've torn now monogamy so many times. Monogamy doesn't really work for men, except if you were lower status men. If you were lower status men and you can't get a woman, monogamy is fantastic. But if you're anywhere near a seven or above, monogamy is not going to work. All right. So to put, to, to put this monogamous standard on men who are popular, who are seen, who are well sought after, who get panties thrown on the stage, whether they're a minister or a singer, is just not going to work. So she's putting a constraint, a, a social construct on a popular male. And then she's trying to measure her, him by her standards. So she wants a monogamous guy. Of course she does. But she ain't going to find one. She ain't in that culture. She ain't in that. She she's not in that time frame. And she's probably um, could probably could be considered ratchet. She ain't going to find a monogamous guy, especially with her standards. I believe her standards was no nine to five guy with a regular job. She needed a guy that just had uh, excess money that she could just, you know, they could just take vacations. I remember I did a video on her about that. All right. But um, a lot of this is. Uh, women mad at, they said they're mad at God. I've been saying that for a long time. They're not mad at men, gentlemen. They're mad at God. They're mad at nature. Um, you know, it was a roll of the dice. It was a 50-50 crapshoot. Some people came out men. Some people came out women. Some men are trying to become women. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, nature decided this, and they do it at about a 50-50 clip, maybe slightly ahead, 52-48. And the amount of early terminations of pregnancy is something like 54-46. <laughs> All right, uh, 54%. So the more terminations of pregnancy, the better chance you have if you're a guy that's a seven and a, half, a seven and above. You're going to have lots of women, loads of them. But they're not mad at men. When they say, it's not fair, they're not mad at you. They're mad at the Lord. They're mad at nature. You're not a great dad, my nigga. And why do they always call black men the N-word? I'm appalled. I'm absolutely appalled. But to say Martin Luther King was not a good man, I'm not sure I would agree with that. He definitely did some great works, whether you agree with his direction or not. Some things I agree with him, some things I didn't agree with him. So, but to just tear him down in this manner because he's a man and he didn't fit into your monogamous mindset is ridiculous. And it's promoting toxic femininity, in my opinion. It's promoting toxic femininity. And it's putting another asterisk on a man that cannot come and defend himself. He can't change what his history in his past was. Okay, he was taken from us by the government. If you read the book by his attorney, William Peppers, all right, they tell you, and they actually had a lawsuit in which they won that said the government was had conspired and was complicit in his deletion. All right, with that being said, with that being said, there's all kinds of reasons where you can get into the deep, deep dirty details. Um, even Jacqueline Kennedy at the time said that Martin Luther King was not a good man because he had participated in some things with some white women at the junior college somewhere near Dallas, Texas and whatnot. 
But with that being said, JFK doesn't get the same treatment. Bill Clinton doesn't get the same treatment. JFK does get the same treatment, but they call him a womanizer and they kind of just brush it over. Oh, Camelot. But Bill Clinton, does he get the same treatment by all? Not necessarily. I think these same women would see Bill Clinton today and run up and go run up to Zaddy. They would love Zaddy, right? They would love for Bill Clinton. When we talk about JFK and Marilyn Monroe, happy birthday, Mr. President. Everybody loves it. Even he had Jacqueline Kennedy, which was the, the, the poster of femininity. She was out there getting cheated on left and right. But I'm not going to make it a race issue. But what I'm saying is I typically look at women from our culture in the ratchet mindset. And these are the people who are the more vocal. They're the loud minority, the vocal minority. These people always are doing their best to tear down masculinity. And I think the reason is they're jealous. They're jealous that they're not men. And, oh, that brings me to this point. That brings me to this point. Why Hot Girl Summer will be ratchet. Let's take a look. Um, I don't know if you guys know, we talked about this briefly. They have these podcasts. A lot of podcasts are coming up. Women have their voice. Unfortunately, you know, as many women that will say our podcasts would be toxic, the most toxic people have podcasts. If you look at some of the female podcasts that are the most popular, super duper toxic femininity. All right. Uh, and one thing you're going to find in common is that many of them try their best to be less feminine and more masculine. What I mean by that is they try to live the life of I don't need no man or um, the the. You know, I'm a cold hearted woman um, like I can I can just have sex and dump people and I can cut people out of my life. I want you to listen. This this woman right here has a dad, uh, daddy. She has a podcast called Call Me Daddy. Call her daddy. Now, she just got 60 million dollar deal. All right. Alex Cooper. Um, she just got a 60 million dollar deal from Spotify. Now. None of us over here getting no deals from Spotify. And Spotify, I'm waiting for you to give me a deal. What the hell's going on, man? How much shuffling do I have to do to get a deal? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But, but. In the, in the same vein as what they call our podcast, Kevin Samuel should have had a $60 million deal. Kevin Samuel should have had a $60 million deal. For his popularity, he should have definitely had a $60 million deal. I'm calling that out right now. With that being said, the podcast that people criticize in our culture, we get nothing but censored over here. They sit over here and censor us left and right. But with the toxic stuff you hear from them, they reward it. 60 million. And so when you see B. Simone and her girls, they're looking at it like, oh, girl, call me daddy, got $60 million. Let's go get our bag. Let's go get our bag. You gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and when you hear the crazy toxicness of these podcasts, you will realize that this is the culture that they're trying to push out. They're trying to push out in front of us a hot girl summer of epic proportions. Let me let you hear a bit of this call her daddy podcast. And I'm going to say fair use. I'm going to invoke my fair use privileges over here on YouTube. I know what's going to happen. They're a big channel, and they're going to try to hit me. But, yay. Uh, yay, yay, yay. Um, if they giving out money like this, somebody said no way to Kevin Samuels. Why Kevin Samuels can't get a six million, uh, $60 million? 
He had a mil- listen. Watch this. Why Kevin Samuels could not get a sixty million dollar deal? Look at her. Look at their subscriber base on Call Her Daddy. Six hundred and fifteen k subscribers. Do you guys know Kevin Samuels had a million more subscribers? He had a million more than Call Her Daddy, and she got sixty million dollars. Do you hear what I'm saying? People are like, nah, man, he shouldn't have got it. They only got 615K YouTube. 615K and she got 60 million. Kevin had 100, he had 1,600,000. He had a million more. How come he don't got 60 million? Do you understand what I'm saying? So I know people are like, nah, because because he came from this vein and you remember him coming up. But she ain't been around that long. She ain't been around that long. And she ain't barely got the audience he got. He ain't barely got the reach. He had more reach than her. And he had more probably name recognition. How he don't got a $60 million deal? This is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? This is the stuff that I'm talking about. And they're pushing her garbage, her field forward, and they're censoring us over here. Somebody said she been bought. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You got to do some shuffling. Hey, Spotify. Um, hey, Spotify. Go ahead and bring my 60 mil, and I will shuffle my ass off. <laughs> I will sell out. You're going to see some Uncle Tom. Is... <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. How many times you want me to say monkey double backflip in the show? I'll say it 50 times. <laughs> Hey, Spotify, how many times you want me to tap dance? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> all right, but uh, in all seriousness, getting back to the show. Here she is here. She probably don't know how to plug the microphone up. Let's get into this ish. <laughs> she got to set up her camera and lighting. All right, here we go. God's relationships were like volatile and intense. Yeah. How did that affect you at a young age? And like, how has it affected you? with men i guess like it's very that's a very public topic i know is probably very sensitive and we don't have to talk about it if you're no not comfortable. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure the way i um uh, obviously articulate it yeah. is is the way I, I mean boy this is like listening to screeching on a chalkboard by the way i don't even know i can't even listen to this but this is jose canseco's daughter i don't know if you guys remember jose canseco for the young people he was a major league baseball player and so this is his daughter right and the other girl is the girl, Alex Cooper, I believe her name is, uh, who got the $60 million. Uh, all of these girls are got the ratchet claws and all of this stuff. Guys, it's over for y'all. Mean, and I'm getting my point yeah. across properly because yep. no one's ever asked me that question. Yeah. <laughs> and this is my second podcast. Now, man, let me tell you something. I want you to listen to what she says and how much BS that they're trying to spew out here. Uh, to, she's going to contradict herself later. How much BS that they're trying to spew out here to young women to try to be less female emotional right less they're trying to be less emotional and less likely to get uh crapped on by chads listen um take your time i think that having the kind of dad i did whether it was watching him with girlfriends with the cheating or the the you know i i, I don't know if he's ever you know laid a hand or done anything like these are things that i kind of like out of sight out of mind yeah don't i don't really talk about those kinds of th- i just yep. don't know yeah. you know what i mean yep <clears throat> Somebody paid $60 million for this to come across the airway. I got better production than this. 
she coughing. She didn't smoked her vape. All right. She didn't smoke all. She didn't 420 out before the show. And she can't even get damn two words out. What in the world? This is $60 million worth of television. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, let's continue. But um, I think just seeing how he was as a partner made me have this bitter taste to men being like, I will never be that girl that gets like played. And like, uh -huh. I just kind of, okay. I, I move with a more of a masculine energy. This world, this woman says she moves with a masculine energy. Are you <laughs> guys? They want to be men so bad, ladies. What is this? Why do y'all want to be men? Why do y'all want to be men? This woman clearly is four, five foot one, five foot two, 98 pounds, and I'll move with a masculine. And no, you don't. No, you don't. And later on, you'll see it. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but then she contradicts herself. Because she tried to get with a Chad and she said, I love you first. And the Chad turned her down and she was in tears. All right. But they're out here trying to push this. This is why Hot Girl Summer is going to be crazy because they're trying to move with masculine energy. It's 2019. I mean, sorry, it's 2019. We skip forward to 2022. There's no more masks. There are no more mandates for the first time. Girls got a little, I mean, it's tight economically. They're out here getting, they're doing sex work on the side. Guys, there a, a lot of them are. And they're listening to call her daddy. And it's going to be the hottest summer on record. They're going to be out here giving away monster peace leave. It's going to be out of control. Guys, get your STD checks right now. Get your condoms. If you're going to be out here in these streets, get your condoms. All right? Because they're going to be broke. And they want to give that. That sleeve is itching. It's itching right now. They're trying to give it away. They're going to be throwing it out like Frisbees. In this hot girl summer, it's gonna be crazy. I think, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just not gonna like stress about a fuck boy and like yeah. be like, just the way I treat them. Like I'll, I'll have a thing with a guy and I'll like be talking to them, dating. I won't even sleep with them, and I'll just like, you know, we'll like talk. That's a lie. Talking this and that. We'll hang out and then done. Boom. You like, can just move on over easy. it. Like all of a sudden one day things will just change. And I'll just be like on to the next. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. You just be hanging out with them. You won't sleep with them, uh, and I'll just cut them out my life. You don't cut out people that you ain't sleeping with. All right, if he ain't got the sleeve, you ain't cut him out. You just cut him off, right? You just cut him off. You didn't cut him out, but she lying right there. That's a lie. No, she gave up the peace leave, and then you just cut him off. By the way, why are you doing this? Ladies, what's going on? I am a nasty. Ladies, why y'all trying to be like dudes? This ain't this ain't pretty. It's not cute, but you do you. Listen, I you sell a bit, I buy a bit. I think, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just not gonna like stress about a fuck boy and like yeah, yeah, yeah. be like just the way I treat them. Like I, I'll, I'll have a thing with a guy and I'll like be talking to them. Dude, I won't even sleep with them, and I'll just like you know we'll like talk and this and that. We'll hang out and then done. Boom. What? <laughs> like, you can just move on over easy. it. Like all of a sudden one day things will just change. And I'll just be like on to the next type shit. <laughs> <laughs> she lies but maybe that's from seeing my right. dad be like that and oh. be such like a oh she blaming it on our daddy boy because you guy. saw like the inner workings from your of a dad man and how men few i mean granted my dad's probably not a great example no but like oh, guys but yeah. that's, that was my example <sighs> shit by the way she grew up with her mama and her mama's her best friend she did not grow up with her daddy. She admitted earlier, I watched this podcast, 
this part of the podcast. She did not grow up with her daddy. Her daddy was famous. She knew of her daddy. She didn't even grow with grow up with him. And now she's trying to throw it on. She's trying to blame this trauma on her daddy. This is crazy, bro. This is crazy. This is nonsense. They're going to blame it on somebody else. Why don't you blame it on your mama? No, you hung around your mama. You grew up with your mama. Your mama raised you. You said your mom was your best friend. Come on. Right. I mean, that was that was my father figure growing up. So it definitely made me move in a more like cold kind of like when I find that person, it's different. But do you think that do you get feedback from guys that you're like intimidating and kind of standoffish? (sighs) They want to be dude so bad. Why? Why do you intimidating? Nobody's intimidated by women, by the way. The only thing I'm intimidated by a woman is her ability to call the plantation overseer on my ass. That's what I do want to put up safety guards for. All right. I don't want her to call the overseer or the master over. Other than that, there's no woman that can intimidate me. All right. Not even Lizzo. Come on. Uh, yeah. You do. But not, I don't know if standoffish is the right word. I've definitely gone intimidating before. And I've. Uh... Who, who is she intimidating? Who is she intimidating? <laughs> like, who can she pop? Come uh... on. A lot of guys have been like, wow, you're the girl version of me. Like, a lot of guys I've, like, right. hung out with or dated have oh, been like, wow, go. you're, like, literally me in girl form. And I'm like. See, they think that's a compliment. <sighs> Let's go back again. This is why I, they think this is a compliment. Oh, you're the girl version of me. Oh, you're just like a man. Oh, you cold like a man. That's not a compliment. That's what's going to go get you ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. And you're going to be crying later. What happened? Where did all the men go? They want to drink and smoke and cuss and all of this stuff. And then they wonder why they're single. Who paid $60 million for this? Spotify. You cold on the man. Come on, man. Obviously, the right word. I've definitely gone intimidating before. And I've, uh, a lot of guys have been like, wow, you're the girl version of me. Like, a lot of guys I've, like, right. hung out with or dated. I'll be like, wow, you're, like, literally me and girl form. And I'm like, I know. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm intimidating. I'm masculine. I'm tough. I'm cold. You take pride in this. See, this is what's going on. You Look at her. Look, look at her face. I take pride. I'm cold. Yes, I'm cold hearted. I'm intimidating. I'll let you hit it and I don't even get attached. Dude, she be at home crying, bro. You know, she be at home crying. I know. Well, because you're going about it. I kind of, I, that's, I, not that it's, I don't know if it's healthy or not, but I, it's not healthy. Right? Right? That's just what it is. It's not healthy. It's not. That's why y'all messed up, bro. That's why y'all messed up. It's not healthy. Y'all can hide it all y'all want. But then you'll be going calling the new Kevin Samuels. Why you forty eight and and you calling them leftovers? Tell me. Yeah, I think like I've said at times to women that are looking for advice on like there's so many guys that are playing me and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Well, guys are like that. Guys yes. move the way like I yes. kind of move now. They just like talk to a girl, get her hopes up. The girl gets feelings and then they bail. Like right. I'm on the other end of that yes. now, and I'm like, if you get feelings for me. Please, please escort away. yourself out. Please, yes. just don't call me. Like, don't text me. Like, I don't know. I just. Oh, but you do. <laughs> Dude, uh, this is why Hot Girl Summer is going to be crazy. They literally lying to themselves. I wish I had the clip of when the dude. Let me see here. The dude told her he was going to fall in. Uh, she, she told the dude she was falling in love and he dissed her. Oh, like. Like, this is, this is wrong. She needs to stop hitting that damn table. She got them the feedback on the microphone. 
wrong and this is wrong and oh i gained this weight this week and oh my, my skin's dry and whatever and spiraling and my family and then financially and what if i you know what i mean like yeah and then it spirals inside the head inside the head of women dude they think of a lot of things man everything starts i just think like i have like a door for the most part i have a door and for the most part the door is closed to all things that are out of my control oh my god bring me down but sometimes the door is cracked because mentally whatever i'm going through whatever whether it be a breakup or family issues like that door opens up and i'm in a vulnerable place things fucking pour in naturally and it's out of my control and that's when my anxiety kind of like some days it's like crippling like i don't want to socialize like i've been super introverted lately too like really not i've been too i feel like Weird. i haven't been i'm just like because the pandemic anymore. i'm just like i was in a relationship and now i'm just like I by pain, yourself I kick it. I'm, yeah i just also like i'm just in a work mode like yeah I don't do you focus. like being alone I love it. Yeah. I do too. I love it. Cause I think like I am like, a, you know, only child alone, like not much family, whatever. Oh, that's true. But when I find that person, like I said, with like friends and stuff, I'm just like, oh, that's right. I get like, I'm just like yes. cuddly and more sweet and just, you know. Like you're so good at being on your own, but you welcome having a partner or I, someone I to cherish having yeah. those connections with people. I think like love and relationships and loyalty is <sighs> My ears are bleeding. The most, most beautiful oh, things that you could. My ears are. I can't take no more of this. They completely be contradicting themselves, left and right, bro. Left and right. Jeez. And who listened to that? Oh my God, Lord have mercy. I I can't do it. Let me do the the super chats. So they they turn from victim to uh masculine energy in ten seconds. All right, they be like, I'm masculine. I'm big, I'm bad, I'm tough, I'm intimidating, and then I'm in a compartmentalized, and I have this anxiety and depression and stress. What is it going to be? <laughs> they turn from, I'm just a soft, gentle flower. I love it when the guys tell me I love them first, and blah, blah, blah. and then I cut them off, and my masculine energy shows up, and I'm intimidating. What is it going to be? Ladies, y'all need to decide what, what is it going to be. Because every week is something different, but you still trying to be you're you're trying to be something you're not made out to be. But but we're gonna get into the next part of this. I got to do these super chat. Shout out to Leaf. Thank you again for being here. Uh, doctor, the AMG doctor says YouTube cut you off when you said the two things you love about women. Damn you, YouTube! Again, you got me. Shout out to Law Pocket says, Coach, you're such a good man. You're such a good man. They want the good men out here. Too late. It's too late. And that's you. All right, David says, time machine, hell no. He says, ha ha, good one. You need a time machine. He says, if I got to get in a time machine, marriage is dead. By the way, for you people that uh, say, hey, I see relationships all the time. What are you talking about? There's good, healthy relationships all the time. Guys, what I want to tell you is, and I've told you, if, you're not, if you don't follow me on Twitter, I, I show you all the time, just because two people are together doesn't mean they're in a good relationship. I gave you the statistics on cohabitation and on toxic relationships and on abusive relationships. People assume that just because you see couples that it's okay. Oh, what are you talking about? I see couples together all the time. Many of those couples, somebody's not happy. Somebody's being held hostage. Somebody's being be giving ultimatums. Sometimes it's good. I told you about my gas station story this week. I pulled up at the gas station and there was a girl standing there in her pouty defensive uh, mode next to her boyfriend pumping gas into her car expensive gas by the way six dollars and 29 cents in southern california all right on pacific coast highway and soon as i get out of my truck she starts simp wolf whistling 
talking about, are you going to say more mean and nasty things to me? That's what she's saying. She went and ducked into her car and hit like a little rat. You know, some of these people be very mousy. All right. If you go over to the George W. Bush side of the things, man, they very mousy. Do not trust them. All right. They be looking mousy, but they beady eyes. I'll be like. But she jumped into her car. Are you going to say more mean, mean and nasty, abusive things to me? Whatever she tried to say. And I ignored her ass. I was like, I ain't getting into that. And he held masculine frame. Guys, let me just tell you one more thing about frame, holding frame. Okay. You've been educated by some very wise men, probably in the last 15 years about holding frame. Sorry, I said I was going to do the cash apps. But let me tell you about what holding frame means. It means putting up with abuse. That's what holding frame is. They teach you how to put up with abusive, toxic women. Okay, that's that's essentially what holding masculine frame is. And I just redefined holding masculine frame for you. Because in the past, um, when people introduced this masculine frame, it was in a position of we're going to try to get these women under control. And this is the best way to deal with shit testing. It's the best way to deal with um, your woman when she gets out of line and tests you. Right. And so the men, the wise men that came before us within the last 15 years, they came up with these concepts of holding frame. Right. And so I don't disagree with holding frame, but we got to put it in this proper perspective, especially with this Amber Heard situation going out here. What they're telling you to do is put up with abuse. Since women want to claim abuse left and right. Now, I know people are going to say, no, that makes you weak. No, no, no. We're not dealing with that. Unless you're going to bring the pimp slap back. All right. And you're going to bring the Ike Turner treatment back. What you're telling men to do is deal with abuse of women. That's what you're telling them to do. And uh, we have to now start charging women like they charge us. Oh, this is abuse? Well, we're going to show you what microaggressions are. And we're going to make you acknowledge that you are a microaggression, abusive, toxic person. Okay? Because what you're holding frame against is microaggressions. And you cannot win, gentlemen. At some particular point, she'll overcome all of that. And then she will annihilate you using any one of the arms of the family court system. Okay? So, um, men, holding frame equals putting up with abuse. Now, do you want to put up with abuse? There's not enough game for you to overcome abuse when she takes your ass to court. I don't believe in holding, putting up with abuse. I don't believe in teaching men to put up with abuse. I tell men to get the hell away from toxic people. And if it's toxic women you're dealing with, get away. From, do not hold frame against toxic women. It don't work. Not in this world, it don't work. Every now and then, you might find the one that's just sloppy enough to deal with all of the BS. But even they will test you. Even the hardest core alpha guy will tell you the women that they deal with, they'll try to use microaggressions and or major aggressions against them. And then they hold frame against it. I tell men, don't put up with abuse of women. Because our statistics tell us 70% of domestic violation situations occur via the instigation and the microaggressions of women. This is a microaggression, a bad attitude, a bitchy, snippy attitude. That's a microaggression. Questioning you, microaggression. Okay, shit testing you, microaggression. Say, saying she's not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? That's a microaggression. Well, I knew, I knew you did. You took me to something last week, but you need to take me to something this week. That's a microaggression. 
And then when it adds up, adds up, adds up, and you finally go Ike Turner on her, now you're an abuser. Mm. Right? You guys got to look up and figure out what you're dealing with. I don't deal with microaggressions. <laughs> All right? I don't deal with microaggressions because I already know there's going to be a straw that breaks the camel's back. I'm a man. I'm a human being. You're only going to put up with too much. You're only going to put up with so much. And women know this. Women will use abusive micro, uh, major aggressions attacks to you, meaning uh, hit me then, hit me. You know what I mean? That, that's when it's major because that's an aggression in which then they're going to be um, they're going to be the victim as soon as you hit me. I bet you you won't hit me. Get in your face. You just a weak man. Yeah, yeah. You a bitch. Yeah. Those are very much aggression aggressions that you guys deal with all the time. I tell you to never argue with a woman you're in a relationship with. If it ever gets heated. Yeah, they try to aggravate you. These are abusive tactics. These are manipulative tactics. Now, they censor me for telling you this. They censor me. For telling men, do not deal with this stuff. But you guys are conditioned to believe that, well, she cares more. And she's just trying to talk and communicate. No, she's not. She's being abusive. She's being aggressive. She's being microaggressive. She's instigating. She's trying to aggravate me. And then when I lash out and yell at her, and how many times have you yelled at a human being and they called you the aggressor? Meanwhile, they were instigating or they were doing something they deserved to get yelled at, right? Bosses deal with this. I didn't told you nine times, Nancy. Now this is my 10th time. You're attacking me. This is, um, this is the abusive shit that they do against you. You're, I feel attacked. I'm like, I don't know. I don't want you to feel attacked. I want you to do your damn job. Your kids will do this. You're attacking me. I didn't told your ass 10 times. I'm not abusing you. It's not abusive if I, it's the 10th time I told you and I finally yelled and raised my voice. It's, that's not abuse. That's me lighting a fire under your ass. Women in relationships will do this. He's abusive after you had an agreement or disagreement about her going to shake her ass at girls' nights out. And he's controlling and he yelled at me and he's abusive. No, I told you to get your ass in the house. That's what I told you to do. Or I'm going to lock the freaking door. That's not abusive. That's me telling you, telling your ass where my limits are. You see what I'm saying? You're yelling. It's the craziest thing, but what they're doing is microaggressions. They're not recognizing their role in the part. This is why it's going to be hot girls. This is why people are ratchet. They don't recognize their role in it. They don't recognize why they gaslit you. They don't recognize why you went off on them. They just say you went off. Right. Shout out to Cheap Drum Hack says gave a dollar or two or give a dollar or two. Sorry. Support this message, man. Give just a dollar or two. Support this message. We can feed a hungry baby. The dictator says, don't you talk bad about MLK, the king, LOL. Martin Luther, the king. Free CGA. All right. I've said my things about MLK myself, but it was in the educational. <laughs> XL Pro Services supporting the show. Thank you, man. Mr. Wilborn says coffee is on me today, coach. Appreciate it. I had orange juice today, but yes, we'll give some coffee. Gemini writer says, coach, tell guys to stop talking to girls when they're drunk. And he says, I had to trespass this guy from my hotel. Wait a minute, what? You had to trespass this guy from my hotel. 
Hey, drunk girls to be off limits, especially in your neighborhood. All right, where's Josie? Uh, dudes that pick up on drunk got girls, you asking for it. All right, drunk girls are off limits. All right, um, and don't let your wife get drunk. If she's a sloppy drunk, it's a problem. It's going to be a problem. By the way, most of uh, abuse or any sort of um, any sort of um, assault or sexual, it all centers around alcohol about 80% of the time or better. Alcohol is going to be one of the things that has fueled this situation. So I know you college guys, you want to go out to bars and clubs and you want to go watch girls get drunk and shake their ass and go pick up. I'm telling you, try to avoid it. All right, try to avoid it. It's not, these aren't the best people. Hi, girl, Josie. I love you, Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love it. <gasps> Josie! <laughs> Josie, you're going? I remember in college, I was in college. This chick, we went down to a party at USC. And um, we come back from the party. <laughs> we come back from the party. And, um... Dude, I, this girl, she drove a Nissan Altima, no no joking. Well, um, she was trying to hook up with me, right? So we go in the backseat. She lets her friend drive uh, her car, and we in the backseat, getting the backseat of our Jeep freak on. We get home, and the girl's like, oh, you took advantage of her. She was drunk, the driver, the sober driver. <laughs> I was like, bro, this was back in 1990. They was already pulling that shit. So she driving, looking in the mirror. I'm like, man, what are you talking about? So the, the card that they always always will play is blame it on the a, 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 a alcohol. Yeah, she was jealous. Car was stinking. You know, the car was smelling like Badussi. She had to drive all the way down the 405. You know what I mean? Looking in the rear view mirror. Windows fogged up. She was like, boy. <laughs> um, But, um. I, I've been I've been trying to advocate for men that do not let them use the excuse of alcohol inebri inebriation. They will use it. But if you're inebriated too, you guys are both on equal plane, in my opinion. So um, a lot of girls in this hot girl summer will be trying to do that. Oh, I was drunk and I did this and he took advantage of me. Well, he was drunk too. Well, it doesn't mean anything. He still has the power. How does he have the power? He's drunk. You're drunk and you're trying to say you had no nothing. You had no ability to consent. You don't remember nothing. You got to take it. Well, you took advantage of him too when he was drunk. Watch them, watch them shuffle. Watch them shuffle. They'll be like, huh? It won't make sense to them. They'll be looking at you, Martin Lutherly. All right. They'll be staring at your eyes. But wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? He was drunk. Did he consent? No, that doesn't, they still don't mean. <laughs> Again, I'd rather not deal with drunk women. As soon as I hear they're drunk, like they started off drunk and I approached them and they were drunk and the conversation carried on. Now, if they came to your crib and then got drunk, that's kind of a different game, right? You could be like, she consented when before she was drunk. But that's even a sticky situation. Uh, Let's see here. Shout out to Rob. He says, <laughs> yeah he says b simone was the baby's side chick again so this is a woman who dates rappers um and um uh men like this not uh she, she dates drug dealers and scammers and she's calling dr king a bad guy 
Juan Pamera say, Coach Spotify, uh, he says, I'm, I'm actually a daddy. Can I get $6 million, $60 million? You're a daddy? You can't get $60 million. Net. Of the monetization of women is an interesting subject. It's going to put them, which congratulations, ladies, you can now get your own money. The problem is it puts you in a different category in selection of men, which is going to be a problem for you. It ain't going to be a problem for me. Shout out to higher image status for the uh, super chat over there or the cash app. Loud Pocket says, I'm intimidated by women. Said no man ever. No man. Dude, I don't know where they get that from. I had a girlfriend that I broke up with around 2015. She was like, you're just intimidated. She was the lawyer. She's the red pill. She was the woman that sent me to looking up stuff and had me found time like this. She was five foot three. She was a little bulldog, pit bull, ambitious attorney. She's probably doing very well for herself financially. All right. Um, and um, she would always be like, well, you're just intimidated by me. I'd be like, how? Like what? In their mind, because they make some money and all of this stuff, they think it works the same for men. Uh, as it works for them. So if I make a lot of money, I'm in power. Power, it's a, power is an aphrodisiac for them, although it puts them in a negative situation. Like they know, they love men with power, but they are powerless against these men. But women with money does not equal power. Not from the male perspective. From their perspective, yes. Unless you are a broke ninja, a woman that makes money is not, like, if you make more money than me, that's you don't have more power than me. I can literally arm wrestle you, and I'm going to beat you every time. Like, there's nothing you can do that has more power than me unless you work, uh, run to the court system. That's the only power you have over me. There's no other power. You don't have financial power over me, nothing. So you can outshop me. So what? I don't need stuff. You need stuff. I don't... <laughs> But they think that, so then is what they do is they go and say, I make more money, so I have more power and leverage over this person. But then they don't date down. Men date down when they have power. Women date up even when they get power. This is what screws them. And a lot of women, unfortunately, going to be unhappy because even when they achieve this success with money, they're going to be unhappy still. Right? Where is it at? Hold up. They gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> because they're gonna say, oh, now like B Simone. Oh, I deserve rich guys. Uh Lizzo, I have money and power, but she's still crying on TikTok every every two months because she thought the power the money was gonna move her up. Okay, and now I can get eight, nines, and tens as men. Nope. No, you still gonna get Pookies. You still gonna get Tyrone's and Demetrius's and Marquise's. All right, that's what you're going to get, Marquise and them. Marquise will come bang your back out. But you'll look up and go, okay, I want men that are eight, nines, and tens. They don't blow back out. Eight, nines, and tens do not blow backs out. I know people are going to disagree with me on that. You know why eight, nines, and tens don't blow back outs? Because they don't care about what they're doing in the bed. That's not what, <laughs> that's not what, gets them off what gets them off <laughs> what gets them off is getting fine pretty young things that's what they get off on they don't get off of blowing off a big old monster's back they don't get off on banging low-hanging fruit and and pleasing them that's what 
Marquise and them do. They make money. They like, hey, baby, how you doing? Um, Check into the hotel room. Get the key from downstairs. When I get off my plane, when I get off my job, I'll come meet you at the hotel. Be naked when you get in the bed. Okay, thank you very much. Here's a fistful of 20. I got money. All right, and they bounce. They ain't trying to do no tricks. <laughs> Rich dudes ain't blowing backs out like that. They ain't trying to do no tricks. The nasty boys trying to do tricks. Latrell, Marquise, uh, Demetrius, Demarcus. Um, what's the dude's name? They doing tricks and blowing backs out, and they put one hand over here, one hand over here. They lifting a leg up. That's that's Latrell and them. <laughs> Latrell and them dudes that are eight, nines, and tens that got money. Man, I ain't trying to put, put a leg up. Hey, look, man, ma'am, just lay right here. <laughs> just lay right here and, and, and let me touch on your glistening soft skin you know what i mean like y'all be up there trying to get the granny y'all be trying to get the granny put one over here put one over here leg up here twist it upside down you ever see the jamaican what, shout out to my is it the jamaican what do they call them I, it's not the jamaican what i can't remember um Whatever the music is, anyway, where the girls they have they're on stage and the dude comes up and he be dancing to the music like this and it'd be a big old mastodon, right? And then she's just be standing there bent over and then he'll come and they'd be like doom doom and he'd be like doom and then he come up doom and then he lay on the ground and he let her dive off a table. That's 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 Demetrius and them. That's that's the dance hall. Yeah, the dance hall. Not reggae, the dance hall. And then she, and then he flip her upside down, and then she flip him. Man, look, when you got money, you ain't trying to do all that. I got money. It's called daggering. It's called daggering. Here, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to pull it up for you guys that don't know. I got to turn the music down. It's called daggering. Daggering. Dance hall daggering. Let me see here. Okay, uh, yeah, it is called daggering. Let me see if I can get a video here. Let me see if I can get a video. Okay, <laughs> these people crazy. Okay, hold on for a second. So let me pull it up. I'm gonna see if I can, I might have to turn it down. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna have to turn it down here. This is what, oh, wait a minute. I gotta share the video first. Share this video. Shout out to Nino Brown. Share this video. All right, so you guys see it here. This is what Demetrius, Latrell, Taekwon, Demarcus, Demetrius, this is what they do. Jamal, all right? This is what they be doing. They get in there, they be like, yeah, girl, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I can. Oh, it's on YouTube. I didn't preview it. But, yeah, like, look, look, like that. <laughs> That's Demetrius, like, yeah. Demetrius and Laquan and them. Tayshawn. All right, Trayvon, here it come. This all y'all, what are y'all doing? What? <laughs> the nasty boys in the building. So look, when, <laughs> when you are eight, nine, ten as a male, you ain't trying to do none of this. What in the world? Oh man, look, that's how. Oh, 
what in the world? This is ridiculous. Oh, he doing push-ups on her? Okay, so that's basically what I'm talking about. So what Lizzo wants, what B. Michelle, what's her name? B. Michelle, K. Michelle, B. B. Simone, what Hot Girl Summer wants is that. That's what they want. And they're going to get it because they're going to be plenty of guys line up. And then they get money and then they want that guy to be rich and still daggering her. It ain't going to happen. All right. The, the, the rich dudes don't have to perform like that. You know why? He can get another one. You're not happy. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> All right, but that's how STDs get passed right there. Daggering. All right, let's get to uh, this right here. This is going to be a history, historical perspective for you. I got to close some tabs here because this is getting out of control. Do y'all want to listen to the Call Her Daddy podcast again? That was disastrous. Yikes. I don't think I could ever do that again. Daggering. I knew there was a phrase for it. All right, so check this out. Let's play this video. Fair use. This is the history of what we came out to in the Roaring Twenties. First, there was the Roaring Twenties. Then there was the 1960s. And then there will be the Roaring 2020s. This is what we're going to experience. So the Roaring Twenties came after the Spanish flu epidemic that killed near, according to the media back then, 645,000 um, Americans, 645,000 Americans. And so after the Roaring Twenties, I'm sorry, after the Spanish flu epidemic came the Roaring Twenties. Let's give you a, pre, a preview of what they talk about. I want you to listen to see if you see any similarities to the 2020s. Icons of the time. Hey, 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 hey. Let's get this. Let's get to here. New woman became known as a flapper. Flappers were young women who abandoned the traditional Victorian era values of their parents and grandparents. All right, so uh, yes, your great granny was a flapper. All right, your great granny that you sit there, oh, her and her husband, they have the marriage that I want. They were flappers. All right, they was out here in these streets. These were the early women in their street in the streets. The word flapper came from the United Kingdom. It was a slang term for an impetuous teenage girl. Uh-oh, an impetuous teenage girl. So this is where the hint's going to come from. I know you think Hot Girl Summer is going to be led by the 40-year-old women and the 30-year-old women. Uh-uh-uh. It's going to be age 17, maybe 16, to 22. All right? And they're going to be the new Hot Girl Summer are going to be the new flappers. Flappers were known for a distinctive appearance and manner of dress. They cut their hair short, wearing a haircut known as a bobbed cut. Now, now what they do today, the flappers cut their hair short. But, but what we do today is we put wigs and weaves on. So that's going to be the identity of the new age flapper. They also wore straight, loose-fitting dresses with bare arms and low necklines. The dress length usually stopped just below the knee. Oh, the knee. Oh, Lord. The knee? Uh-oh, they showing some leg now. At the time, such a short dress or skirt would have been considered risque. This allowed the young women to perform new dance steps such as the Charleston or the shimmy. 
When dancing, the length of their dresses would allow for an occasional glimpse of the bare knees. The bare knees? Oh, Lord. Now we got bare rear end hanging out shorts. I'll tell you how far we've come in 100 years. Uh, this is where women say, what do you want us to be? Go back to walking in the potato sack. So that's how they challenge you to get what? Uh, they push the envelope pretty pretty close to almost nude at this particular point. And so when they push you back and they get pushed back, they say, what do you, what do you want us to wear a potato sack? All right, they're they're telling you they they're rebelling, and then every year they tell you they're not going back. They put less and less clothes on. All right, let's go ahead and continue. Which would have been scandalous just a decade before. Large amounts of jewelry also made up part of the flapper costume. Several layers of beaded necklaces, pins, rings, and brooches were also common. Flappers typically wore large amounts of makeup. Flappers typically wore large amounts of makeup. I don't know if you know that during this time, the silent movie era was transitioning into the non-silent movie area era. And at this time, at this time, Max Factor was a producer of makeup. Um, and makeup was not that big of an industry up until this point. The flappers were the generation that turned makeup into a thing. They called it painted lips, right? And Max Factor worked on silent movie actresses, and these actresses had heavy photo ready or video ready makeup done and these girls would mimic it and they turned the makeup industry into a billion dollar industry they made max factor rich they made the department stores rich including lipstick eyeliner and blush makeup became increasingly more common throughout the decade as manufacturers continued to make a wider variety of cosmetics so there's the cosmetic industry right there just so you know not a lot of people wore cosmetics uh, only in the big cities and the big cities weren't even big cities back then right they probably had one or two million people uh, now they have eight million six million stockings also went out of fashion and many older women were shocked when they saw young flappers out in public with bare legs mm -mm. however being a flapper was more than just a choice of clothing and jewelry so there, there's the old male the old old barbarian the old Neanderthal measuring the girl's knees right here. Uh, what happened also in the 1920s, 1919 with the Spanish flu was the, the 19th Amendment was passed. So this allowed women to vote during this particular time. So this was a big revolution. Uh, this is going to be the next big revolution because at this time, we're also dealing with what? We're dealing with this, um, the legalities of early terminations of pregnancy, which is a big deal. It's a big legal issue. And it was heightened during the pandemic because a lot of more women wanted to do it and they found states were closing doors. A lot of them are going to be rebelling because now they don't have to wear masks because they have mandates and all these things. So the generations of teenagers uh, that were teenagers at the turn of 2019, they're now 20 years old and they're ready to party. Peace leave itching. They ready to get out. Right. They ready to do it. And then, yeah, now you have only fans and all this stuff. They ready to go out there and party and go to the club for the first time. Women that turned 21 never really had a full all out assault on the party life in the summer. Yet, if they turn 21 in the last two or three years, they haven't had a chance to go go crazy yet. They're going to go crazy in the summer. It was a way of life. The flappers engaged in many different types of behavior that at the time were not deemed as ladylike. They rode bicycles, drove automobiles, listened to jazz music, smoked cigarettes, drank alcohol, and danced. All right, so 
this was pretty revolutionary stuff um, back then. All right. And so what you're going to see is the newest revolution going forward, the newest version of this flapper idea. Oh, and if you were wondering, if you were wondering if there are any uh, black women that were flappers, here's your here's your uh, situation here. Uh, this is a historical photo from Howard University of women who participated in the flapper area. By the way, look at the gentleman here. As I told you, our culture is definitely taking the breaks off of presenting your best foot forward. Um, I've told you a lot of times, if you look at baseball games, if you look at uh, the way people presented themselves, men always probably wore some sort of hat, not a cap. And they oftentimes had to dress up. Women did the same. Now we going crazy, right? Bonnets, slippers, uh, dudes in tank tops, women ass cheeks at the bottom, uh, jerseys, baseball caps. I mean, we went completely off the rails as a society. I think we've regressed, but not to say that everybody should be wearing a suit, but people at least made an effort back in the day. Uh, but uh, yes, your great granny, sisters and brothers, your great grandmama was a flapper. <laughs> they was in these streets too. In these streets. Don't think your great grandmother, you know, was out here. She was out here innocent. All right, she grew up in the twenties. She was a flapper. What's happening now? So the 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 new culture is uh, fashion nova, right? This is the new industry. This is the new max factor. Uh, as you can tell, their 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 costumes are very much. Uh, they it always pushes the envelope, uh, as you can tell here. Uh, many times they're made for more curvace, uh, curvaceous type women, right? And these women are very much pushing the envelope with this fashion. Uh, and and women love fashion. That's never going to change. Um, but what's happening here to the younger, younger girls? Oh, man. These are girls name. What's this girl's name? Her name is, uh, what's her name? Glow, Glorilla. Her name is Glorilla. Uh, these are the, I don't know what city this is. Is this Memphis? Where is this at? Salt Lake City, Utah? Uh, so this is the modern flapper right here. This would be the modern flapper. Uh, most of the time, the telltale signs, as we heard in the previous video, when we did this history, the telltale signs of a flapper was uh, makeup. Uh, they talk about tight dress, jewelry. Right. They talked about that jewelry. They talked about uh, a dress that can show you a little bit of breeze. They said the bees knees were in. Right. What is the what is the representation of the new hot girl summer flapper? Her name is Glorilla. She has a new song. This is important. The new representation of the modern flapper is going to be some tattoo. Tattoo is going to be there. I often see that uh, a lot of single women have tattoos. And I'd be like, like, if you do, the one thing you don't do is the tattoo. Like, that's going to limit your reach in terms of the good men that you're going to get. The tattoo is going to be a telltale sign. So the tattoo is going to be there. You're going to see probably in history them reflect back to this years and say more and more women adorn themselves, young women adorn themselves with tattoos. I'm talking about 16-year-olds. 16-year-old women and tattoos go hand in hand. All right, 17, 18, they be already got tattoos. And why you got two? So tattoos are going to be there. Some sort of wig as the bob haircut of the 1920s symbolized the flapper. In our culture, the hot girl summer uniform is going to be a wig. 
All right. The wig is going to be held prominently in here. All right. So you're going to have the wig and the eyelashes and the nose ring. Those three, those four things are going to be prominent. And then when you get to dress attire, it's going to be something skimpy, right? Um, this is normal. Teenagers into adolescents, into early adults, their bodies are the best they're possibly going to be, right? Naturally, with little effort. And then thus, as their body changes, they want to display it. I understand that. There has to be some sort of decorum related to this display because if it gets out of hand, you will see a woman walking with her ass cheeks out. And you're going, what are we supposed to do about this? Like, what are we supposed to do with this, about this as a society? But this girl's name is Glorilla, and this is Songs You Need are the tracks we can't stop playing. And they say she has a track called FNF. I can't play the song. <laughs> Shout out to Angry Man. He was the one that pointed me to this. This video has 7 million views. 7 million views as of, oh, it was posted. April 29th, so less than a month, 7 million views. The song is called FNF. FNF says, uh, means, uh, wait a minute. I don't forgot what it means. What does FNF means? <laughs> Somebody says, thank. <laughs> this going to be the flapper of the 2020. This is Hot Girl Summer. I don't know if you see this. I want you to look behind this, this woman, another woman palming this woman. Look at this behind you. Can you, I mean, behind her. Can y'all see this? This is a pregnant young girl, young woman. I have to say it right because I have to be consistent because I say there's no such thing as teenagers. There's adolescents and there's adults. So this is a pregnant young woman. Um, FNF stands for free, uh, F ninja free. So F boy, F ninja, the, the, the real word free F boy free. I can't say it because this is a family show, but let's take a look at some clips from this video. We can't play the song. And so here you go right here. These are the new flappers. These are the girls. When, when we say hot girl summer is going to be crazy. It's not the 26 year olds that are going to usher this in. It's not the 30-year-olds, although they're going to participate. It's not the 40-year-olds. It's going to be the kids that were 16 to 21 during the pandemic. That's who is going to usher in Hot Girl Summer. They don't care about your community. They don't care about relationships and marriage. They don't care about early terminations of pregnancy. As a matter of fact, they're probably marching for it. They don't care about having babies out of wedlock. They don't care about STD. They don't care about any of these things. These are the girls that are going to be acting crazy during 2022 of the summer. If they were 16 at 2019, that means they're now 20. No, no, that means they're now 19. They're adults now. If they were 17 during the 2020 lockdown, they're going to be 2021. If they were 21 during the lockdown in 2020 or 2019, going into 2020, they're now 24. Okay? You get what I mean? These are the people that are going to usher it in. These are the people that you're going to see it most from. They don't care about your, they don't care about Kevin Samuels. They don't care about the red pill. They don't care about none of this stuff. 
they're going to be the ones going crazy. So F Ninja Free is going to be the anthem of the Hot Girl Summer. And here she is with a 40-ounce O English. Take a look at the attire. Take a look at what you're seeing here. This is the lead singer or whoever the girl is. Her name is Glorilla. Glorilla. Her name is Glorilla. Uh, you can look at this. It's 7 million views, and you can take a look at the comment section. Uh, let me find a couple of, of clips here. Uh, here's a clip here. Where's this clip here? Let me see. Uh, there, there it is right there. There it is right there. There's a clip. Uh, this girl's got a tattoos everywhere, bro. These girls can't be over 22 years old. Wow. Man. Uh, these are the people who are going to usher in the future of the community. This is who, this is who you, these are who your nephews are going to select from. This is when I tell you the girls are on seeking arrangements and you're like, none of my friends are. A lot of these girls are. <laughs> A lot of these, these young girls don't want you coach. I can find these girls for probably 50 to 75 bucks. Not even a bowl of Jasmine rice. They'll come right over, bro. But I ain't even that desperate. This is it. You got, you know, gang signs and gangster mentality and smoking the spliff. Uh, this is it right here. These are your nieces. Here's here's the pregnant young woman here. She's pregnant. I hope she's not drinking something in that cup. Scissorp. Uh, let's see here. Uh, these are the girls. Uh, here they are hanging out of cars. It's going to be a hot girl summer, man. All time high. There's going to be nothing that rivals this. Not even if there's no one alive that has been involved in a culture that's going to rival this culture. There's no way, bro. There's no culture. We ain't seen nothing yet. What we're going to see in 2022, we have seen nothing yet because there's going to be brokenness, right? These girls are going to be doing things for a little bit, a couple of dollars. Oh, she got fistful of 20s already. So I got money. Uncle Earl already seen it. Already, she already came to see Uncle Earl. She got a fistful of 20s. There's the Nissan Altima. You can't make this stuff up. Is that a Nissan Altima? <laughs> There's the Nissan Altima. Let's see what we got here. Yep. Yeah, boy. I mean, listen, there's a fistful of 20s. Uncle Earl, Uncle Earl, they, this girl, they got a baby right here. There's future Ray Ray, Demetrius. Demetrius is here, little Demetrius. And they're having a good old time, and God bless them. God bless these young ladies. They're having a good time. I'm not one to rain on parades, but this, this is just June, uh, April. We're going to go May, June, July, August. This is going to be crazy. I don't care where you're at. Las Vegas, Miami. If you ever been to South Beach, it looks like this. And it's going to look like this five times over. Yeah, man. There's the pregnant young woman there. Pregnant number one young woman. Yeah, she's enjoying herself. She's rubbing her belly. I think this is the one she rubs her belly. Let me see if I can turn it down. Oh, I can't play it. Let me see if I can play the quick clip. She, rub, she rubbing her belly. 
She rubbing her, she rubbing her baby's belly. Oh. Um, for you guys that want to save the community, I've been saying this for a long time. You have to, there's a generational gap that you always have to mind, right? So I get a lot of Dr. Umar Johnson type men here, a lot of voice Watkins type men. You guys want to save the community. That's fine and dandy for everybody 30 and above. Everybody 30 and above is with it. Everybody 30 and below, they don't care about your plight. They don't care about your hit. At some point, they will care because they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna have the effects of what's happening. They're gonna learn about oppression and, and gerrymandering and, and redlining. They're gonna learn these things later, but they don't care. The same as the guys like Young Thug and um the guys down in Memphis. Remember, they shot up um Young Dolph and that. The boys and the girls. The young men and the women that are 30 and below don't care about your, your goals to save the community. They don't care. They're going to do what they're going to do out here. They're going to have fun. And um, as they're bringing in new generations of kids, that's now another generation that does not care about y'all community politics. They don't care. They're never going to care until it's too late. Okay, so this is why that effort to change the community, I get it, I understand, but you have to mind the gender gap. You have to mind it because these people right here, they don't care. They want fast money. They want liquor, cheap liquor. They want fast money. They want cheap liquor. They have been raised by, I, I, you know, primarily women in the community. That goes without saying statistically. And um, they're being led by a spirit that they don't realize, right? Until it's too late. There's another baby here. It's another young baby. I haven't seen any fathers here, but it is what it is. And um, yeah, here we are, guys. <laughs> here we are. The new flappers, man. I mean, I tell you, bro, it's going to be interesting. Seven million views. Watch this. Can you guys still see this sharing the stream? I'm going to read a couple of comments and then get into the rest of the chats. There's a world woman named Artesia. Her name is Artesia. Uh, it's the energy of this video. She, uh, she captured what it feels like to be a carefree young black girl from the hood, kicking it with your girls in summertime. Nothing fake, nothing flashy, just a good time popping your shit. She snapped, and I hope this blows up. Okay, it's blowing up. 53-year-old female here, Tasha, checking in. Own my house, car, and a small business. Been FNF, which is F Ninja Free, for over a year, and this song got me wanting to jump on the table and dance. Me and my friends used to jump out at the stoplight all the time. Best feeling. Um, Latrice says, I don't care how classy we act, but when this song comes on, all this goes out the window. Kim looks like a um, mix of a minority. I can't tell. This is original and raw, which it is. It's an original and raw track. Once I heard this song, I started to wait. It started to grow on me fast, and I'm definitely a fan. This woman's in her 40s, it looks like. I wish her all the success that she deserves. Okay, um,
this is a young woman. I didn't want to listen to the song because I I'm thinking of it's a song about killing and drugs, but all she's rapping about is being single and able to be herself and hang out with her homegirls. I love this song because people always want women to feel lonely and depressed when they're not laying under a man. I'm glad she has her friends who have kids there too, but that should not stop you from going out and having fun. Let's see here. Uh, people like the authentic and rawness of this one because this woman's saying there's no rented foreign cars, no rented mansions, no fake bodies, no no jewelry flashing and whatnot. So they're saying, hey, it's, this is different, which is making it a big song, right? Um, let's see here. Let me see here. Here And there's another woman. Her name is Amajanila. Wait, Amajane, Imajane. This video is what authenticity looks like. No makeup caked all over their face. I don't know what she was looking at. No fake body parts, just normal hood chicks outside dancing and having fun is given the true meaning of hot girl summer. You think I'm lying? 5,000 likes on this one. I love to see it. And the song, my new anthem, Mood All Summer 2022, Devil Face. Let's go ahead and make that larger. Let's make that larger so you see. Oh, what in the hell? Hold on, let me go down one. You guys see that comment? You guys see that comment? Imagine. I'll read it again, just so you see it. This is what I'm warning you about. See, I'm not, ladies, just so you know, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just warning men that this is what's coming. This video is what authenticity looks, looks like. No makeup caked all over their face. No fake body parts. Just normal hood chicks outside dancing and having fun. It gives a true meaning of hot girl summer. I love to see it. And the song is my new anthem. Mood all summer 2022. Mood all summer 2022. 47 years old. This is from Renee. And I love it. And I'm married and happy. But baby, it reminds me of some good times. FNF, love it. I love how she includes her pregnant friend. Majority of the time, the pregnant homegirls get left out. Here's another one. Summer Anthem. <laughs> so, so happy these women are getting the recognition they deserve with this song. Okay, listen. It is what it is. Hey, it's a hip-hop song. I'm not particularly mad at it. Somebody says, I don't trust those comments. What do you think? You know, there is bots that put comments in and then spark. That's been known to happen. Uh, but this is what we're going. Now, when, when Hot Girl Summer's over. What happened? Where did all the men go? When Hot Girl Summer's over, they're going to want to settle down for cuffing season. And they're going to find no men. And they're going to say, what's wrong with men? Why don't they want to commit? That's what is going to happen. And I'm going to go, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, let's take this banner off. How many, how long have we been going? Two hours? Yes, that's it. All right, so we got a couple of super chats in here. KT King, KT the King, what did you have to say? CGA, good morning. Men need to stop dealing with women who smoke weed and other illicit drugs. The THC content in weed causes it to be mind-altering. THC uh, changes a person's ability to be reasonable, raises anxiety, increases paranoia and psychosis. 
And when going through withdrawals increases aggression, her looks and sexual skills aren't worth the abuse that comes with all of that sort for short and long term. All right. Appreciate you for that one. Uh, the weed heads are going to be on your head. All right. But uh, uh, so I appreciate that. Who is this? Mr. Cook says, waiting. He says, waiting for the day you say something nice about women and forget to press mute. Oh, I don't press mute. What are you talking about? They censor me, maybe. Deadly Ellie, U.S. is the new Babylon, and the hyperinflation recession is the new flood, biblical and Genesis. Could be. There's going to be a recession, though. I mean, gas prices are already escalating by the day, so I don't know what you guys are going to do about that. Uh, Eugene says, uh, these girls attack and defeat us with psychology. Yeah, but it's psychology that, 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 that they've learned and practiced on their own self. This is why I always say what they do against men is not different from what they do against women. This is why I'm always educating you, and I'm not trying to put women down, right? They've learned what to do. They've learned what to do essentially by doing it with other women, right? So they've played these games with other women in its work, and they see you as easy marks. Ever since the middle school playground and the third grade playground, they've already done these things and it's worked to perfection against other women. Now, what, how it's worked to perfection is most women don't end up in fisticuffs after it, right? So when they were in third, fourth, fifth grade, these women had emotionally abusive relationships with other girls and cliques and, and all of these things, and it never resulted, it never solved itself. So much so that now you can have a an older woman who will say, I can't go back to my 20th high school reunion because they've had an emotional fight with somebody all from seventh grade all the way to age 40. And it's never resolved itself, meaning it never ended in fisticuffs and they never had to get that aggression out. So it's just been emotional abuse, emotional, emotional gaslighting. Now, it works the same when they do it for men. Because men can hardly ever resolve it with fisticuffs with women, right? We can never be like, all right, what are you doing? Now, if a man does these things to another man, he's going to get it resolved, right? At some point, the dude's going to say, okay, if you do that one more time, I'm, I'm going to push your teeth back into the back of your throat. And the guy, guy has to decide, I'm going to do it again, or I'm going to risk getting my teeth kick down my throat. So when women do these things, you can never resolve it. You just got to be like, all right, I'm going to hold masculine frame and I'm going to dodge this. And guys, I'm going to tell you, you're ill-equipped to deal with this. At some point, you're either going to stress yourself out, put yourself at an early death. You can't beat them at this game because they're perfected it by the time they even used it on you. And they have a victim's narrative. This doesn't mean they're bad, but they perfected this angle psychologically. You know why? They had to. This is how they were able to survive. So with that being said, I always tell men, do not compete with them in this arena. You're going to lose. You're going to lose, man. There's no way you win this. Not saying that you should use the fisticuffs with them, but this is how they get by it, right? You ever see them do it? They, they're friends with somebody, and then all of a sudden they're frenemies. 
and then they're doing this um, snipping, sniping you. They're sniping at her daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. This is how ex-wives or ex-girlfriends do you. They do microaggressions. They do things like hold the kids against you. Like they're constantly doing things. They will ignore you. They'll walk past you and don't say anything. And the thing you want to do is snatch her up. Hey, man, what's wrong with you? Stop playing games. And you want to say like, what do you? What do I need to do to get you to stop doing this? You know what, gentlemen? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. As long as she wants to play this game, you on the other side of that, babe. Homie. Homie, you're on the other side of that. There's nothing, again, ask her, ask her this. How much money can I give you to stop the bullshit? You're in the middle of a divorce. She's micro, she's snipping you. She's micro aggression, uh, aggression you. Then you snap out. You lose. You go to, you lose your kids. You lose the house. You lose your freedom. So you say, I'm not going to snap out. I'll just pay her whatever. And you go up to ask her, how much would it cost for you to stop this bullshit? There's no answer. Nothing. There's no price. She might give you a price and she won't stop the bullshit. She'll just cash the check and keep the bullshit going. You know why? Because she doesn't know how to stop it. (laughs) She don't know how to stop it. She don't know how to get over these feelings. She doesn't know how to stop microaggression in you. She's only doing what she's trained to do. She ain't never going to stop. You just got to live with this terrorist for the rest of your life. God forbid you have to um, um, have kids with this woman. Nothing. Ain't nothing you can do. Once you got on that side, it's either going to end in an explosion or, (laughs) you know what I mean, or you just go ahead and ride that shit out. This is the psychology of dealing with them. And other women know this. This is why you will hear, and this is why I always find it weird. Many women say they cannot be friends with women. Many women will say, I don't trust other women. Some women will say, I hate women. They will openly be misogynist towards themselves. Then they want men to trust women. They want men to like women. They want men to want to be hanging around women all the time. And they can barely do it themselves. They will go heavy. They will go on a trip with other girls and come back and be, man, and complain about every step of the trip. Now, if I go on a trip with a woman or two, and I come back and complain about what went on on the trip, they will call me bitter and hurt. And I'm like, y'all can't even hang out with yourselves without coming back messed up. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Think about it. This is the world we live in. One more thing about this, as I'm spitting these facts. The most abusive relationship that you will ever find in our society today, consists of two women housing themselves together in a relationship. That is statistically the most abusive relationship going forward today. There's no relationship that has more domestic violence than that one. 
with that being said, if you wanted an indication of where the violence comes from or the instigation or the emotional tactics or the physical tactics, uh, exhibit A, two women together. They at each other's neck viciously. I'm just letting you know, man, look, I'm only using data. I'm not talking negative. I'm only using the data. When you put them in their own, okay, y'all just stay by yourselves. Put them in a room together. They don't come out. They come out scratched and clawed up. What else do I say? <laughs> it's a damn cat fight when they're in there by themselves. Again, this puts to bed the utopianism of, hey, woman, all woman run company. They've done trip, they've done surveys of this. An all-woman ran company ended up in flames. It didn't work well. They thought it would be utopia just getting rid of the men and they could just sit around making decisions unilaterally, and it was a disaster. Because they play emotional games that goes sometimes you can't even you can't even um go to someone and tell them the emotional games. They're playing on you, right? You go to them. Man, you go to court and your girl or your girl, uh, you're in domestic violence court. She got thing after thing. She got proof, receipts, proof, receipts, reproof. And then you go in there. You were like, judge, man, I can't deal with this woman. Well, what is she doing? What? She making me feel dumb. Well, how you do that? Well, what? she says certain things to me. Well, what does she say? You can't even make sense of it. Well, one time I called her on the text messages. You trying to get the damn thing out, man. Okay, what else did she do? Because what they want to hear is violence. What they want to hear is yelling. What they want to hear is turmoil. You can often not even uh, phrase, you can't even speak what she's doing to you, but she's doing stuff to you, which are called microaggressions. But you can't even put together a list of the microaggressions. Well, one day I saw her and uh, she didn't let me see my son. And she got in the car real quick. And they'd be like, well, that could have just been, she could have been in a hurry. Well, then the next time I saw her, uh, she walked right past me. She didn't say nothing. Uh, well, that could just been. <laughs> you can't even spit out. You can't even verbalize the abusive things she's doing to you. This is because it's a psychological game that oftentimes leaves no scars. But it does create a situation where it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. And then the one time she does a microaggression against you, which is a psychological tactic, which she will wink at her friends like this, she'll go, got his ass. She knows what she's doing. She breaks the camel's back. Bam, you react, and she got you. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. And all along, she's going like this. Mm -hmm. I knew that would work. Sooner or later, death by a thousand cuts. She's winking at people. She's winking at the judge. Judge, I just want this over with. I just do not want, I don't want to deal with him. I just want him out of my life. I don't want to deal with him no more. I, I just, I just want to live in harmony and peace. That's what she's saying. She walks out of the courtroom and you got a fine penalty. You got less time with your kids and she going like this. This is what she doing. She, oh wait, she doing the godding. 
All right, I'll do the rest of the chats. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was just talking today. This is what she's doing right here. She's doing this right here. She's like, I, I just, I didn't mean anything. I didn't plan anything. Got him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, that's what you're doing. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm just an innocent. I don't, I'm not trying to do nothing. Yep, I I just want to live my, uh-huh. Yep, and got him. <laughs> got that stupid ass. Uh-huh. Now you got to pay me $300 in child support, you dumbass. And I got him. I got him for his paper. Uh huh. And he signed it. He's stupid ass. I drug him ass the court. I drug. Got his ass. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> this is all psychological games. Do not play this, man. Jack Vendetta. He says, "Be Simone's peace leaves smell like dolphin meat." And we know that. Shout out to somebody said YouTube is censoring me. Uh, but Spotify giving $60 million away to people who they cursing on their show. I don't even curse over here. And they will say, I'm over here saying, um, what did they say? They sent me an email. You're saying, um, I can't even remember what they said. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up. I can't remember what they said, but they were like, oh, your language is, is causing. I can't remember what they said. I was like, are you you, you see what's on YouTube? Shout out to uh, Gemini Writer says the simp was drunk, coach. I tried to help him with the with the drinking thing. It's not going to work. All right. Do not be if you're drunk, do not mess with women. It's going to end up bad. Shout out to uh, the chocolate champ. He says, LOL, off the top rope dagger. Just a shame. Dance all music. What happened here? Somebody says, bring back monkey chimpanzee segments. I can't. That was from Moose Hefner. Way too much production. If you see the if you see the monkey chimpanzee shows, way too much production for zero outcome. I mean, I will work on those segments for three hours. And I get zero payment for them. Hell no. I ain't no damn slave. <laughs> right. So I tried to do a monkey chimpanzee channel. I made like 14 videos and I tried to get it monetized. And they they didn't monetize the, the channel. So I said, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't working for free. All right. Um, but they're funny. They're funny segments, but way too censored. And I look at the stuff that they censor me on. I'm like, this is lightweight. Uh, RMS says, no shock anymore. I work in corporate America. Oh, boy. So you see. You see how crazy the games are. Psychological games. The psychological games um, that people play in corporate America, it's already bad when you're trying to move up the corporate ladder. Then when you have these psychological games being played within the corporate system, it's not a place for men. Okay. It's not a place for men. Uh, let's see here. Abel returns to Eden. Oh, coach, he says the death throes of a dead people. That's where we are for sure. Cody King says, Coach, you see the 53-year-old in the comments. Yeah. I saw, oh, no. Did I see the 53-year-old woman? I did. I see. I saw. I think I read that. And she's like, hey, this reminds me back when I was in Freaknik. And so you guys think you're marrying good women when they're 40? And they've already lived this life that we're talking about. Okay. They already lived their life that we're talking about. So, you know. Appreciate y'all support on this one. 
uh, people want me to do a lot of funny things and do things on YouTube. As you guys know, it's it's basically free work. Every time I try to get ahead here on this platform, they take the ability to earn the way. And so all of it's done for free. I'm not going to be out here just doing stuff for free. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Not when Jake Paul and Logan Paul making millions and call your daddy getting 60 million. And then when I say Kevin deserves 60 million, y'all like, hell no. How? So so we supposed to be out here working for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just don't get it. And y'all seeing people become millionaires off this platform. And I'm supposed to be producing 10 minute videos that take three hours to edit for absolutely free. Like, I, I want you guys to put things in perspective. Of what's happening here. We're seeing men not ability, no ability to go up and we have significant reach and they're slowing down our reach. They're making it difficult for us. And then they're they're saying we're hate over here. And then you look at the what the women are doing and they're rewarding them for it. And they're doing the same thing we're doing. And you're going, why? Why would y'all why would y'all never support a guy making money? You know what I mean? Somebody says DJ Academics bypassed it. I don't know how he did. So it's uh it's it's absolutely insane that you would you would say to a guy like that has 1.5 million, 1.6 million subs, you would say he doesn't deserve a 60 million deal. I don't care if you agree with him or not, he does deserve it. If this person got it, if she got it and she got a third less of the audience. How does he not deserve it? I don't care if you agree with him or not. He he should be in the conversation. He should be absolutely in the conversation. But in our mindset, we put a guy down because you don't agree with him. Get the hell out of here. Hell out of here with this, man. It's just insane what, what people will allow. He said, because feelings, coach, it's one way, it's it's one way or another. I think um, as much as you guys will not understand it, you're going to see people getting paid and paid and paid to push the message through. And these are the women you're going to want to marry that listen to the call me daddy podcast. Call her daddy. Call her daddy. He said they think Bill Gates should be broke. I mean, a lot of people think people should be broke until they're broke. But uh, anyway, let me check the PayPal's before we get out of here. We do have a couple of more cash apps. As we're kicking it today, and uh, we'll be back for Monday night. Who is this? Somebody said free agent lifestyle. That is from, we're going to call you Mr. C. TC is in the building. Somebody asked me something earlier about, um, let's see if I can get it. What did you ask me? Why your girl don't want to commit and settle down? (laughs) The answer is it's June. Last one, Mr. Cruz says, I only dated white women since they were the only race that was open to dating me. Guess I'm not Latino enough for the Latina sisters. Oh, man, and they bother me a little at the beginning. Now I don't care because I've learned at the end of the day, women's nature is the same regardless as race. Keep on teaching, coach. Um, If you haven't seen my videos of me breaking down the beautiful races of women. Um, um, sisters over here, just so you know, I don't put you down to lift up, lift another segment of women. I don't do that. I know the traps I've dated across the board. I've dated Russian women, Bulgarian, let, um, uh, Lithuanian, uh, African, Mexican, Guatemalan, Puerto Rican, white, 
I mean, I dated across the board black. And because I live in a culture where 95% of the women here are not black. So I have a sign on my door saying, do not bother me, <laughs> right? Yet somebody's ringing my doorbell. But anyway, shout out to Mr. MacArthur. He says, keep up the good work. YouTube can suck it. Appreciate you for being here. Anyway, I have a sign on my door saying I'm recording. Do not disturb. They still ring the doorbell. Anyway, man, let's get out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. And we'll be back this afternoon, this evening. We'll be back with some shuffling. Peace.